Hey everybody, welcome back to Lessons Learned, the podcast where we aim to turn our experiences into your wisdom. I'm Randy, here today with Chris, Jared, Joe, and Talon, and today we're going to be talking about a really fun topic, breakups. Um, something we all go through and is never fun, but Chris, why don't you go ahead and take us on in? Yeah, thanks for the handoff there, Phineas and Ferb. So yeah, breakups, <laughs> man. They, uh, they're rough. They suck. Uh, but you know what? They're learning experiences and you grow from it. So what we're going to do on this episode is talk about our personal experiences because maybe there's something for you guys to learn and take the lessons that we've learned from those and apply them to your life. So with that being said, actually, you know what? Before before I hand it over to Joe, um, I want to highlight a good thing that happened to me today. I found my sunglasses. I lost <laughs> them on Christmas. Oh, I lost man. them three weeks nice. ago. I Where lost were these they? sunglasses. They're on my friend's balcony under two feet of snow, <laughs> but the snow melted. And lo and behold, my sunglasses are now back on my head. After you bought new ones. Yeah. We, we called it too. It was like right after you buy new ones, you're going to find them. That's exactly what Always. <laughs> two days later, I oh found my, them. Oh my nice. gosh. Anyway, so that's a nice little highlight of the day. That's good. That's, so that's a good uh, thing that we're going to hear before we go into a lot of probably sad stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's the mindset. I just, I'm starting on a high end of the roller coaster before I dive down. But <laughs> on it. anyway, Joe, let's hear it. What's going on? I'm still trying to figure out whether Randy is Phineas or Ferb because you called them both. He's yeah, both. you should. You should have said, "Hey, thanks, Phineas. This is Ferb or something like that." No, he's know. both. Jeez, okay. that's fair <laughs> enough. But anyway, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I was actually in a relationship for five years. It was my only relationship. I remember um, this. <laughs> but uh town town actually just figured that out um not too long ago yeah it's and when we it's when we first tried doing this say the first this time we topic. tried to do this and it got screwed up yeah exactly. Uh, and after the, after the episode i'm just like whoa i had no idea you, you were in a relationship like that joe <laughs> yeah man <laughs> serious one but yeah so uh it was going well i i loved her personality everything about it like she was an awesome person but there was just something that it didn't click. It didn't feel right. So after some time, you know, a few years, uh, I kind of like pretty much sat myself down and I asked myself the question of whether I planned on marrying her. And in like no way could I envision myself like actually getting married to her, like not, not to make her sound like a bad person. She was awesome. Treated me really well, but just, it wasn't clicking. It wasn't connecting. I didn't see like a future being with her, like spending my whole life with her. So, you know, I gave it some more time. I thought about it. I'm like, nah, this just isn't for me. So I decided not to waste any more of either of our times. And after five years, I called it quits. Um, yeah, it was a rough one. Um, I did it in person. I had actually got back from my basic training and tech school and everything. I got back home. I was here for a few more months still, like, making sure, yeah, this is what I wanted to do. And a few and more then... months after that when you got stationed at home. <laughs> no, that this is that was what I was talking about was actually being home. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah I, remember, I, gave uh, some... I remember the text you sent me asking my advice, and I said, well, I mean, do what your heart feels is right, you know? Exactly. I texted you. I think I texted a few other people, talked to some friends, which is a good lesson right there is uh, get other people's opinions, I think. I mean, obviously, your opinion is the number one opinion, but just kind of getting other people's outside perspective helps you formulate your own ideas. And so uh, I uh, texted Chris, I think, that day, 
And he's like, well, if you're not sure about it this far in, he's like, you already have your answer. So I'm like, yep, sent it. So, (laughs) (laughs) yep. That's all, that's all you needed Joe's to hear. Mantra. I ripped the bandaid wow. off. Just saying. That's you honestly what it was. You can't say you sent it. You fucking waited five years. <laughs> that's true. So at this at this moment, it was a full send. It was a long yes. con. So Joe, that was. Oh no, that's horrible. You can't say that, Randy. So Joe, that was a significant it. amount of time. The one question I have is, um, did you like once you made this decision? Did you have a feeling like you wasted a lot of time or did you, were you more on the side of like, you appreciate the times you had and you learned a lot? Like how do you view that? Very good question. Um, I feel like there was some wasted time, but not all of it. Like, so I I did enjoy uh, my time with this person. Um, You know, we had, I had a lot of great memories from it. You know, again, I think we treated each other well. Everything seemed fine. So it sucks that nothing came of it because, you know, at that point, that's when you feel like the time is wasted, you know, like five years and I'm not getting married. It's like that kind of hurts. Um, I think the waste of time is, you know, I was second guessing things like probably around the four year mark. And um, I think, you know, that that time frame afterwards was what I feel like was <clears throat> wasted because I, I feel like I had my answer there, but I just kind of kept being persistent with it. And in that time frame from when I wasn't entirely sure to when i broke up with her i felt like that was the wasted time that makes sense yeah. but it, it's a really difficult thing because like you said you were with her for five years you're changing a, a that's a huge part of your life having a significant other for that period of time you can't just wake up one day and be like yeah i'm gonna break up with this person and exactly so it, it took you sending a text message to people to like make that realization and i think that's when it becomes real like when you start reaching out to other people you're like that's when you're really feeling like you need to break up or stay together you need to make that exactly. choice. So for the people listening to, you know, get personal with it, what what made you question it? Like what set you off like, huh, I don't I don't know if I will marry her. Like what were the little things? How are the <laughs> There's a bunch of little things. So I felt like I was missing my own time i don't think she was clingy but like i was always texting her so this was long distance relationship actually and my entire day all day every day was like looking at my phone texting her and everything like that and then every night i would call her before bed and i would last like an hour and so i felt like it was a lot of time devoted and then i just wasn't enjoying the time i guess as At certain parts, like I, I, re- I would rather you know be playing Xbox, or I'd rather be hanging out with my friends. <laughs> that sounds bad. That sounds bad. <laughs> I wait, wait no, for yeah, a second. I think it was, I think it was like two days ago. I saw this like this meme on Facebook or something, and it was like, what was the worst? T- like, what was the worst excuse you've ever had to like not go on a date? And it was like, oh, I didn't go on a date because I want to play Fallout New Vegas. He's and like the response was like, wait, really? Like that's terrible. And he's like, but have you ever played Fallout New Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> Is the oh way. my gosh, Joe! But, uh, I think uh, if, I if think... that's your thought, you might not be ready for a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> but Joe, I think what you were trying to say more there was like you didn't feel you were getting the same out of it that you were putting into it. I don't even know because she was very, um, she was very giving for me. Uh, I don't, as well. I don't mean it necessarily in that regard, but I think you, I think it was more like you're putting in all this time and effort, and it's like. Kind of for what? Like, we don't even really get to ever see each other. We're just, like, talking. 
the amount yeah. of happiness that, like that you got back just wasn't worth it yeah yes i think that's very accurate statement right there and uh yeah so and i with that being said like i was with her from the end of my high school all the way up till i joined the military so all my like younger 20s um i was kind of i was with someone i wasn't able to go out and have fun and like really just do my own thing without having to worry about um her opinion or getting mad at me and everything like that she got mad at me when i was out at a uh for my 21st birthday, I was hanging out with Chris. Yo, we what a boy. In... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Out in Nebraska going downtown, and then she was upset about that because I wasn't really texting her much. And I'm like, I think that at that point I was like, well, like, if you can't let me kind of go out and have fun there, then I'll. Yeah, there needs to be everything. a trust there, you know. Yeah, it's kind exactly. of like a red flag. I'm... Was was it a trust thing? Like, did she think, like, was she afraid that you were going out and, like, maybe, like, cheat on her or something like that? Or is it just because you weren't paying attention to her? Yeah, so I guess the story here is um, it's nothing too personal, but it was I was uh, at one of the clubs and I took a Snapchat video of myself and I was like just dancing, being a dummy, and there was a, <laughs> literally a girl who waved into the camera behind me, and um, so that jealousy. was that, and I yeah, it was a little bit of jealousy, a little bit of trust issues there, Oof. and then I didn't, you know, obviously I used Snapchat and I didn't reply to her, and then I just put my phone away for the night, pretty much. And, you know, I think that's what set her off, which I can understand. But oh, at the same yeah. time, like, it's a lot, it's very easy to just take a video real quick, put it away, and not have to think about anything than yeah. to actually, mm-hmm. you know, open a text, look at it, and make a coherent response while drinking. <laughs> I mean, it was, <laughs> it was yeah. also a wave. I mean, well, it's that's, not like she was grinding up on you. Or, well, or was also, she, you're making it sound. So good. for me, I'm thinking about how I would react to that right now in my life if I mm-hmm. saw you know uh, a snapchat from my girlfriend there's a dude in the background and they're like at a bar and dude just like waving into the camera i'm like what would i do i don't i mean yeah was it was I, it I just a that. random person it was literally just a random person oh there's no way to tell though like i could <laughs> photo bomb. be mad you know i mean yeah I it, like... it's uh i feel like that's okay to be concerned in that situation yeah, i agree that's but, but at the same time it is like that's one instance, but like if she was mad at you for going out like day drinking with with your boys, you know, it's like, come on, Saturdays like, just, are for the I'm boys. Just, I'm just yeah. enjoying my time with my brother, you know, like yeah. So I mean, right. th- there's a difference, which you did both. So maybe that was like the straw that broke the camel's back was like seeing some girl behind you, you know. Yeah, and I to be fair, you should have told her, look, I'm I'm at a gay bar, so. <laughs> you know what? Uh, <laughs> I do remember that was not the gay bar at the time. <laughs> what club did we go? There's only one club. I think this is just a bar. It was the one underground. Oh, um, there's like all yeah. they're all underground here. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Oh, well, but, that's helpful then. Yeah. So that sucks. I mean, yeah, I remember but, her. I think I did. On. I I liked her. She took care of you and like she gave everything, you know. But at the end of the day, if you're not meant to be, you're not meant to be. It'll feel right, you know. Exactly. So, and I think that's the biggest thing is like looking back at it. You know, I when I broke up with her, we're still on good terms now. Like I still talk to her, her here and there. Um, everything's kind of normal and fine. But when I look back at the decision to break up, I do not regret it. Um, yeah. I think it was the right decision for both of us. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's mature of you, you know, like you, you realize that. And, you know, a lot of people, I think that's why there's so many divorces these days. It's like people get married because they're comparing their life and like, well, it's time for me to get married. Like, they don't sit down and really question it. Like, is this exactly what I need? And facts, people settle so much. They settle, yeah. settle, settle. And like, 
I was in a relationship. I'll get to it soon. Where like I thought it was everything I wanted, even though there were like issues. I was like, you know what? This is what I want. Like I'm, I'm ready to marry her. Like this is awesome. And now that we're not a thing anymore, I'm like, that wasn't exactly what I wanted. I wasn't settling a lot. However, there were some pretty big things to me that like I would have wished she had. And I'll talk about it here coming yeah. up. But there's a lot of social pressure too for for marriage. Um, and I, I mean, Joe even said it like one of the decisions he had was like, he sat down and was like, could I see myself married to this woman? Yeah. And I also like, because we also asked the questions like, was time wasted? And he like, I did, I think that's personally, I think that's a weird thing to ask because I don't think all relationships have to end in a marriage. Like, I think you can have a very meaningful relationship where you get a lot from it. And yes, even if you break up after like five years or however long. Yeah, if it doesn't end in marriage, I feel like that doesn't just automatically make it time wasted that you could have spent with someone else. No, yeah. for sure. But, you know, like marriage is the end goal, isn't it? For some people, it, it isn't. For, but for I think some for, people. You know, like 80% of the country, world, really, marriage is the end goal. So um, there's a lot of pressure to like on yourself from society's view. You know, it's like like me, I'm 27 the day I hit 30 people are gonna like you're 30 you're not like married you don't even have like a relationship like <laughs> and that's honestly it's like why should i like just because you're married and like you never know like, i'm very interested to see this is going to sound terrible but all of my friends who are already married i want to see i i wish them all the best i hope they all make it but i want to know like 20 years down the road if i was smarter waiting you know waiting for that exact right person like you said not settling yeah. just because you feel like it was the right thing to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Does this, do you want to lead this into uh, my story? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to throw it over <laughs> to you right now, Joey. <laughs> thanks for perfect. that. Of course. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So speaking of marriage, uh, I was married once. Oof. I'm, I'm currently <laughs> 25. Oof. It's actually crazy to think that was five years ago. Yeah. So like some time has went by. I'll be honest. I forget you've been married all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, none of us. Like, I didn't talk to any of you guys uh, when I was going through all that stuff. I mean, I barely knew you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but it was one of those kind of similar to you, Joe. I mean, we met in high school, and we were dating all throughout high school, um, and we were together for like four years. And then I went into the military and um yeah <laughs> kind of similar to what talon was saying too is we just felt this pressure and it was kind of what everyone was doing around us because you know going through basic training everyone i was talking to who had a significant other they're like oh yeah uh we're getting married after this so she can move to the base with me and all of this so sounds like a good idea at the time <laughs> sounds like a great idea so in the, in the military sometimes what like, could they, go wrong? they kind of they kind of force you like that though because like for background for anyone do. if you if you're not married your significant other means nothing to the military like they basically yeah. they might as well not exist yeah and so i mean if you meet your significant other in uh or if you're like joe and your significant other is in your hometown where you get stationed uh, then it'll be a lot easier. However, if you're moving from Ohio to Nebraska, like I did, it, you know, it wasn't really, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense for her to move out 
if she couldn't really like live with me and uh, it wouldn't be paid for by the military because we weren't married. So what did we do? We got married. And, Full send. Uh, yeah. So she moved in and it like three months went by. And then I had my first deployment and that was four months. It was a little longer than some of our two month trips. Yeah. That was like 110 days or something. Damn. And everything was seemingly fine. But then I went back and I like, I think it was the week I got back. Uh, she was acting different and then, you know, I didn't really think anything of it, but then, um, I remember one time I was, I don't know, I was like in the kitchen or something and, uh, her phone dinged and I thought it was my phone. So I like looked at it and like open it up or anything, but I just saw a little text pop up and it was from an unmarked number and it was something along the lines of like, I miss you or something like that. And I was like, uh, this is weird. So it's a, it's just a phone number and it says it has like a personal message in it. So then, um, like this part's hard to explain because I really don't know, like, it's hard for me like today to grasp like how my mindset was six years ago, five, six years ago. So I saw that and I didn't confront her. Hmm. which now i mean i was just having to talk with uh my girlfriend right now uh about what i would do today because uh, we are just we just had a whole uh discussion about this uh about my past and yeah i didn't i didn't respond to her uh, or i didn't confront her about it or anything um i just kind of like left it and then um i recognized the area code um so I was like, hey, I know someone from there. Like, we're not best friends or anything, but we're acquaintances. And I know that, you know, I connected some dots. I'm like, okay, well, she was hanging out with um, my buddy's friend, uh, my buddy's wife at the time, which they become friends. And I know my buddy is really good friends with the guy whose number was on her phone. Hmm. So it was super easy to connect these dots. Um, And... You know, then I was uh, I was basically like suffering in silence for a week or two. Um, and then one night we were at actually our squadron holiday party and my buddies pulled me aside and they're like, hey, like you're not yourself. What's going on? And then I just broke down and let it all out. Like I didn't talk to my family or anyone. I just completely closed up. Um, but once they pulled me to the side, I talked to them and told them everything that had been going on. And then actually when I got home that night is when, uh, you know, my wife at the time, she was like, hey, can we talk about something? And I immediately knew, like knew what it was about. So then that's when we had that talk and she was like, hey, I'm going to go stay with my friend and um, yeah, just like take some time. So yeah, at, at the time my, my whole world was like just flipped upside down. Um, and you know, a, a few months went by and I had talked to people and a couple family members about this situation. Um, of course my parents are like, they, so I didn't really want to talk to my parents about it because before we got married, they're like, Hey, you're a little young. Like 
maybe give it some time. Don't get married quite yet. So I was scared to talk to them and be like, hey, you were right. Um, (laughs) You didn't want to get the I told told you you so. so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But no, I mean, like when I told them, they were very caring um, and they just loved me. So uh, that was good. I know, although I know in their heads, they're probably thinking like, it, it sucks, but we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. Um, so a couple more, like, you know, I was raised Christian, uh, and I still am today, but, uh, at the time I was having this really big internal battle with myself because, you know, we're taught as Christians that you should get married once and stay with that person forever, no matter what happens. Um, but once like I found out that she had continued, like she was dating this guy while we were were still married. Oh my God. Yeah. Like she, like I knew about it and all this was going on. Like we were living in separate households and she continued dating him. So I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. Like, um, it was weird cause I was, I was scared to confront her and like have deep conversations with her. Um, and I think part of it was just cause I didn't want to be with her anymore. And that was hard for me to like, I was fighting myself because my religion is telling me one thing and my gut's telling me another. See, but it's also against the uh, 10 commandments to commit adultery, which yeah, I, I mean, you know, man, I don't know. I mean, I understand it, but I know it's just that's that's how I would be looking at it. Like my my thought process at the time was just so screwed up. Um, but then we decided to get a divorce, and um, I don't know. I don't know if if it happened for a reason or what. But afterwards, um, I realized like what love was. And it wasn't that what I thought love was. I thought it was, um, you know, a combination of different emotions like joy and happiness and, you know, things that make you feel cared for, like emotions like that, you know, like a uh, like a chemical reaction in the body. But love is a choice. You know, it's not sure you can you can take all these different words of feelings of emotion and like bunch it up to equal love, but love's a choice. And what I got out of the whole situation was I didn't choose to love myself. So how could I love someone else? Exactly. And I didn't know you back then. So I don't know. Obviously if I did, I'd be like, yo, like this is not right for you. Like you gotta, you gotta reevaluate your life. Yeah. And And I I learned a whole lot from that. Yeah. Like I was completely different like than I am now. So now, so that's one X. Now I know you. We're best friends. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to push you a little bit. Yeah. So this one hurts even more, I know. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so after the, after the whole divorce, um, I went through one or two, like, small relationships. It was nothing, nothing serious. But then um, my last girlfriend we were together for two years. And at this point I was a lot more like the man I am today. Uh, I had, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, I had grown a lot, and um, I was, you know, I had I had found God again, so I was more firm in my faith, uh, in my religion, and I had worked on a lot of things personally. So it did hurt a little bit more because I was more mature. Um, and you guys seemed like a perfect fit from, yeah. from my standpoint, you know? Like. Yeah. So, I mean, this one, there were like some little things, but the, the big thing that it came down to is she lived in Ohio and I lived in Nebraska. Same thing with like Joey's situation. Yeah. And we were both oh, in the yeah, military. Um, so we both had different deployments going on and stuff like that. Uh, and at one point I had said that I was getting out of the military. I'm like, okay, like a year from now, I'm going to be getting out. And this is when I wanted to do personal training. Mm -hmm. So I had actually, you know, I'd got my personal training, uh, certificate. Um, and I was talking to a gym, like a, a big corporate gym in Ohio and had an interview with them and everything. And then I decided that I didn't want to do that, that the military was more stable for me right now. Um, because for the longest time I had decided that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a personal trainer. Um, and then to kind of suddenly decide, Hey, this isn't my calling. I don't want to do this. I didn't have anything else to fall back on except for the military. And right. I enjoyed the military. Uh, it was, it was my calling before personal training was. Yep. So once that fell, I decided to reenlist. And I mean, like after the fact, you know, I can only imagine how she felt. Right. Because she had planned on getting out of the military too. So I was going to get out of the military and then like move back to Ohio. And then suddenly that changed in four more years. So, um, I mean, she came to, uh, uh, she came to Nebraska for, uh, a military ball and stayed for the weekend. We went together. Oh, we did. Didn't yeah. We? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, before she left, like we went to get some coffee before she drove back to Ohio and I could tell something was up. I'm like, Hey, what's wrong? Like, what do you want to talk about? And then. She, like, we started, she brought up the whole conversation about how we're so far away from each other and just that whole conversation. And then we made the collective decision that we were just going to stop dating. And hmm. yeah, that date was hard, man. I uh, mean, hearing it in your voice, dude, it's still hard. I don't yeah. think, I don't think you ever truly get over an ex like you do, but that pain is always deep down in there. And like, obviously it hurts less and less as time goes on, but yeah. Right. So now do you, are are you kind of happy that the decision was made or where do you, where you left off at? This is tough because no, I think we were, you know, I think we were pretty good for each other, but our, our lives just, our schedules and our work and everything just, didn't didn't equate to a lasting relationship you know and i think if it's i mean you guys were a good fit but i think if it's meant to be it's meant to be you know right i mean yeah. that sounds cliche and corny but it's true in my mm -hmm. opinion uh you know like 
you could have worked things out. Like she could have got out, you know, like other things could have happened. I know it's a lot to ask of somebody to do that, but you know, it's like, it's changing their entire life. Yeah. But well, so we had that conversation. Um, she said, I don't want to give you an ultimatum and say it's the military or me. I'm not going to do that because what if you get out of the military and then come back to Ohio and then you end up resenting me like a couple years down the line. Yeah. So, I mean, it was very wise of her yeah. uh, and I respect her so much for she that. She must have just watched 17 again because, you know, that's like, it's all about that. And then he goes back and is 17 again and he's like, wait, no, I actually enjoy where I'm at. Like, I've seen all the stuff I've messed up. So, you know, it's on Netflix again. I just, I just watched it last week. No biggie. Zach Efron. <laughs> what up, dude? <laughs> totally relevant right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's my story, I guess. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and you know. How old are you now? 26? 25. Five? I wish I was 25 again. But, uh, what a geezer. <laughs> I'm only two, two years. Oh. <laughs> wow. Dude, I'll be 25 this year. That's scary. Who gives a hoot? Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, it's like you're 25. You're still young, man. You've already been married and divorced and like a serious relationship and ended. And now you're in a good one. Like, I like, I like who you're with now. So, I think it's just you roll with the punches, man. I think that's the only thing you can do. It was the biggest lesson from all of our stories. By the end of this, I think the the story you're going to hear, the theme is just roll with it. Like roll with the punches and just keep doing you and life will get you where you need to go. Mm-hmm. So, so my wrap, story. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> my story hurts, man. Hurts hurts big. It, uh, you done messed up, AA Ron. It's still fresh, too. Yeah, well, still, decently fresh. It's been a year and it still really fucking hurts, which, it, I mean, that tells you how much it meant to me. But, uh, yeah. So I was dating this girl two and a half years, right? You know, we lived together. It was great. And we moved in. We met each other and I think moved in together within like four months. But, like, wow. When it's right, it's right. And nothing was really wrong. And like, I don't regret it at all. I loved it. Um, so, you know, we lived together and everything like that. Uh, so before I get to how that ended, um, some red flags that I didn't pick up on were, you know, vacationing. Like we always, she did, you know, she did kind of lean towards what I wanted to do. Uh, you know, like we went to the colder places. She's more of like a beach girl. I was more of like mountains and snow. I loved it. But I always wanted to go snowboarding together and skiing because, like, that was a passion of mine. Like, it's my favorite thing to do. And, you know, we just never – it never amounts to it. Like, we never went. And it always be like, yeah, we'll go next year. And then next year came and went, and we still didn't go. And, like, you know, like, I really – every season I was like, hey, like, I really want to do this. And it was just like, well, I'd rather go to Florida, you know. Like, okay, that's fine. I'll go. When we get back from this deployment, I'll go. Uh I got back from the deployment and everything changed, but you know, little stuff like that. And then like, I guess, so I guess that's, it's not really a red flag, more of like, you know, a lesson is to be learned there that sometimes it's important either a, like I switched and, you know, we went to a beach together, made her happy. And then also if she, you know, wanted a vacation with me and do something that I really, really enjoy. So I think that's something I've learned moving forward is I will, you know, if, if your partner says like, hey, this is something like I love to do and I'd love to experience that with you, like why wouldn't you? Like it's going to make your relationship stronger, you know? And I didn't recognize that at the time, nor did she apparently. 
Um, but so that's not really a red flag, just something to learn. And then, you know, so I think like life kind of has a funny way of putting you where you're supposed to be when you messed up, you know, like getting you back on track. And I love this girl. Like I thought for sure I was going to marry her. You know, like I was ring shopping and like I was good to go, gonna commit. And she was, she was younger than me. I think she was five years younger than me, which like age is a number. Um, but that also came with, you know, she wasn't financially where I was. She wasn't career where I was, you know, she was still going to school. Um, and she had a major, like, it's not gonna make a lot of money, but like, I was cool with that, you know, like that's a passion of hers. So five years can make a big difference when you're younger. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's like, I needed someone who could take time off and like, go to Europe with me if I wanted to. Cause that's where I was in life. Like I've got everything I wanted in life. And like, I want to go experience that with somebody that I really love really. And, uh, it just, it couldn't happen. So stuff, I mean, that's not, it's not a red flag and it's by no fault on her. It's just different stages of life together. So that's one thing to learn. Uh, but in the end it was me who fucked up and, uh, you know, I was deployed, uh, for, what was supposed to be only 75 days. Oof. Yeah, big rips. Um, you know, started off somewhere, ended up somewhere less ideal. Got extended multiple times. So that 75 days went to 120. And so that might seem like, you know, not a lot of time, 75 to 120. But that's that's two months, right? 120, it's nine. It's, you know, math little, is hard. a little shy of two months. But... I've already been gone for 75 days and then they tell me I'm shipping off to another part of the world with people I don't know. And worst part was like we had all these plans for when I got back. Like we we're going to do Christmas when I got back because I missed all the holidays. So we we're going to do Christmas when I got back. We we're going to wait, get each other gifts then and uh, got extended again. And I've, I mean, I've said this before in previous episodes, but like that, that just really sucked. It was really hard. But prior to me getting extended... Your boy fucked up big time and cheated. And that is a decision I'll regret for the rest of my life. Uh, you know, mm. you've been on one end of it as of I in a previous relationship that I thought was serious at the time, but I'm glad it wasn't. Uh, I'm glad I'm, I'm at where I am now. But uh, That's what pushed you into the Air Force, right? Yeah, exactly. But that's another. That one's not as important. But uh, this, you know, on cheating, there's... If you really love somebody, there is a difference between having sex with somebody and like continuing to see that person while you're married in your situation. Yeah. And in my situation, by no means am I saying this is right to do, but you know, I cheated once and I realized like that was the biggest fucking mistake of my entire life. And I stopped like completely cut that person out of my life. And we were good friends, cut her out of my life completely. And you know, like it was, it just, there's no easy way, you know, like I, all right, so that happened, right? Then I got shipped off to the other side of the world. Different people got extended multiple times. They had to send someone to my home to pick up my uniforms to then ship those out. So I had to text my girlfriend at the time saying, hey, look, I'm going to be gone for like another two months and I need you to pack up these uniforms. Oof. Yeah, someone's going to have to come get them. And like, you know, so that was like me, my mind's already fucked because I know what I've done. And I know like... 
it's over. I didn't want to accept it though. So like I deep down, I knew my relationship was over and now I'm being sent. I mean, not to war, but the closest thing I've ever come to it in my career. And so like mentally, I was just like, dude, what the fuck is going on with me right now? And I remember, you know, like a few months prior to that, I was like, dude, life is so good right now. Like, I forget what it feels like to have something bad happen. And that was the dumbest thing I'll ever fucking say. I'm never going to say that shit again. <laughs> and then 2020 happened, dude, Chris. Yeah, it's all my fault. But um, no, so, you know, I finished up that deployment. Long story short, I come home. You know, we FaceTimed every day. And I had I had talked to people like, hey, like, what do I do? Like, I know I fucked up. Like, what do I do to try and keep this? And, you know, some people said, can you bury it? And will it happen again? I was like, I don't know if I can bury it. But I can tell you it's never going to happen again. And they're like, all right, well, if it's eating you alive, which it was, then you need to tell her. But if you think you can bury it and move on and just like live with yourself, then try it and try and just be the best person you can from then on out. Which looking back, that's horrible advice. It's yes. nice It's nice to make someone feel better, but horrible advice. Yeah, facts. The best advice I got was my friend Britt Chris. I said, mate, this is what I've done. He's like, you're a fucking cunt. Like, <laughs> he literally, he's like, you're a fucking cunt. Like, you're an idiot. And I have no sympathy for you. Like, you fucked up and you need to tell her. You, know, you can. He said, you can either bury it like a man and like, which here's that fucking masculinity mask, right? Like a man, which is bad advice. He didn't, he was, he was more persuading me. He's like, I know you, you're not going to be able to bury it. You need to just rip off the bandaid, dude. And you know, I was like, you're right. Like that's the heart. That's what I needed to hear. Not what I wanted to hear. So I got both. And so I buried it. You know, I can't call her up while deployed. I can't call her up and be like, Hey, I cheated on you. Um, I don't know what you want to do with our living situation and everything. But when I come home, I don't know whatever you want. Like I, that's, you can't do that. So I held it in until I got home, which as the deployment story goes, went way longer than I thought it would. So I held it in a lot longer than you were yes. anticipating. Yep. Yes. So it was not fun. Um, but I got home and I, you know, I tried to bury it for another week and I was like, you know, I can do this. Like we were going on dates and it was nice, but dude, I couldn't look her in the eyes. I, I literally could not. We went on dates and I'm, I was literally sweating. Like I felt so, so guilty. And to the point where if I wasn't doing something like being active, I went home and slept because I didn't want to talk to her. Like I didn't want to confront her with the, like with what I've done. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, dude, it was like, and everyone was treating me so well. Like I got back from deployment, like, Oh, thank you for your service. Blah, blah, blah. Here's like, I went to her, you know, where she worked and they gave me like a free haircut and like, Hey, thanks for everything you've done. I was like, fuck. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it was like a dagger in the yeah, heart, man. And uh, you know, it's just like, I got home one day and I was literally on the couch crying as she was in the kitchen. And I texted my buddy, like, hey, dude, I hadn't even told him. It. I was like, this is what happened. I'm about to tell her right now. Like, what do you think? He's like, dude, tell her. Like, you have to. Yeah. Another good advice. And so I told her. And, you know, she took it as, a, as well as you could expect anyone to take it. You know, just started bawling her eyes out and, and uh, you know, moved out shortly after. Um, and that shit sucked. Like, the pain that I caused to her is the worst feeling I've ever felt in my life. And I don't, I will never, ever do that again. So 
I mean, it's just, there's just no coming back from it. Like you've destroyed somebody's life, not like their entire life, but you know, it comes back to like, is that time wasted for them? Yeah. Now it is because I mean, they might have good memories, but now those memories come with pain that's attached and trust issues as well. Yeah. Yeah. So to me like that, I'm not over it. Like it's been a year. Like I can, I'm, I'm over her, you know, like I'm, I'm okay with being broken up. But I'll, I'm still not over the pain that I caused her. And, like, it's rough. It's really hard to live with that. But, like I said, you know, life has a funny way of putting you where you need to be. Um, you know, 2020 sucked for everybody. But I went through that breakup. Then my grandfather passed. And, uh, like, f- that entire year I was completely alone. And that really sucked. Like, you guys are all here and you guys are friends. But... There's something different when you spent two and a half years with somebody that you can tell everything to and like the, every emotion and they understand you as a person deep down and then it's just gone and then something like your grandfather dies. Like it sucked. Um, but you know, it's self-inflicted and Chris is right. Like I was a cunt. Like I, if I truly, truly loved her, that would have never happened. And I think that's the hardest thing for me to accept is because like I thought I did. But, you know, like I could have that just that situation would have never came up. Um, so, yeah, and that's where it's uh, nice to have your uh, friends to come into effect, like what you were saying. I think you, Jared and all, and myself all had friends who gave, you know, the advice, you know, their outside look onto our lives and were able to kind of help us come mm-hmm. to a better conclusion. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like. So now I'm looking back and like, yeah, I would have been happy marrying her, but I feel like I wouldn't have lived in life to the fullest potential that I could with her. And like, again, nothing on her. She was great. And it was me that fucked up. But, you know, there's someone who's more right for you out there when you're going through things like this. And like, I need someone who's, you know, who might love snowboarding as I do. Or someone who's got a career set and like can take time off and financially set already and like closer to my age, you know. And it's just like you play the cards you're dealt. And to me, I you know I did everything I could with it. And in the long run, I was the one who messed up. Oh, an important an important topic to talk about about this was I told you how I was ring shopping, like ready to propose to her when I got back. Texting her sister, her sister said, hey, "I don't think it's a good idea," <laughs> you know. I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's fucked up, but okay. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I texted her and I called her. I was like, hey, like, I was applying to commission to become a pilot. And I was like, hey. A year ago, I had this conversation with her. I was like, hey, if I get selected, we're going to have to move together. She's like, okay. Like, I'm fine with that. And then, you know, like six months prior, I was like, hey, you're still good with this. She's like, yep, I'm good with it. Then I'm deployed and I'm like, hey, results are coming out this month. You know, because I got extended. I was supposed to be home for those results. Um, and she says, I don't know. And I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean you don't know? Like, you helped me write this package. So, yeah, she helped me write that packet. And now she's second-guessing everything. And I was like, hey, so if you're still my girlfriend and I have to move, either A, we're going to be apart for a year straight or two, maybe, or you can move with me and try and find a job in the middle of nowhere where I'm going to be going through training or C we get married and you just come with me and don't really have to work and I can support you. 
None of those are good options. If you were put in that situation, none of like none of those are appealing, dude. Because that's a lot of sacrifice for me to pursue my career dreams, right? Whereas I'm just like, well, sorry, you got to tag along. I don't know if you want to put your life on hold for me, but you're gonna have to. Um, so like I understand her decision. You know, it was like, well, I'm not gonna get married for that reason, and that's very smart of her. And I know a lot of military people that do. Well, oh, so if we want to keep together and move, we have to get married? Okay, sweet. That's why everyone gets married. (laughs) Terrible idea. Accurate. So, you know, good on her. It's not what I wanted to hear, though. And then, so to me, what I heard was there's an end to this relationship somewhere. And that was a very, very hard hard pill to swallow. Holy shit. There it is. While deployed, too. Um, and that was prior to me cheating. And like, that was a major blow to me. Like, fuck, like my relationship's over no matter what. And then I cheated, which I fucking sabotaged it myself. So go figure. But (laughs) I mean, that's a big factor. So when someone tells you they're not going to marry you before you even proposed, like, what do you do? Like, okay, well, this isn't going anywhere. Then are we wasting time? And just one of those things where, like, I I think the theme with all these relationships are, you know, it's not perfect, but we're trying to make it that way. And in the Mm -hmm. end, it it doesn't it doesn't amount to anything. I think I think it's really important in any relationship to talk clearly about what you want in a relationship. Yep. Talk about your needs. So that way your partner knows what you need. And then also. Like what you should expect what you should expect of them and what they should expect of you. I think it's really important to make that clear. But sometimes like in your situation, you have that conversation, but your mind changes over a year. And that's a, that's a tough decision to make. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the lessons learned is like, you know, when you, the second you feel it's something's wrong, you need to just get out and before that even happens, actually, like you said, have that conversation. Like this is before you get invested in me. If I apply for jobs elsewhere, like I'm going to have to move and like, I don't know where that'll leave us. And it's not like, you know, a lot of times I like, will cross that bridge when it gets there. You can't like, you need to have that conversation. Otherwise you're going to be second guessing your entire relationship. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why that's one big reason that my marriage failed is because we didn't know what we wanted yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't know, like I read a book, the five love languages, uh, like a month after we got divorced. There's the book reference. <laughs> so I, yeah. Th- okay. It's a really good book. Five love languages. If you haven't read it, I would definitely recommend <clears throat> it. Uh, cause I didn't know what kind of love that I needed. Um, you know what I needed in a relationship and I didn't know what she needed. We never had these talks like, Hey, this is what I want. This is what I need. This is, what I expect and vice versa. So mm-hmm. I think that played a huge role in, uh, in that final result. Yeah. You know, communication is key from here on out. Like I'm obviously never going to cheat again. And if I even have the thought of like, you know, like I don't love this person, you just got to rip the bandaid off and don't drag it on. You just got to send it like Joe. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. I think Joe's probably the smartest one <laughs> yeah, out of brother. all of us right now, this episode, just send it. Uh, so I think that, I think this might help your ego a little bit, Chris. But I think it's really impressive for you to be able to like look back on it and like you now you're you 
you kind of see like maybe it wasn't the best relationship and you can see like those red flags and everything but you still know that what you did was wrong and you're not calling it like a blessing in disguise or anything right yeah exactly and also like having the courage to come on here on the podcast and talk about it and it's it's only been like a year it's not like this is this has been like you know six or seven years or anything that's that's easier to talk about like nine months but yeah yeah it's still fresh so yeah good on you for talking about it and that's the other thing is like i didn't have to tell her but who am i to in my mind i was like i can't propose to you knowing what i've done so like your head would have also exploded yeah yeah so (laughs) i told her i was like you know how much i love you right and she said yeah i was like and this deployment was really fucking hard for me for like a couple reasons but you know like i can't propose to you and move on and waste any more of your time without you knowing that i cheated on you and like i really hope we can make it work and like i will never do that again but like and you know i didn't even get the words out because you can't and yeah shit was changed forever so that's that you know i wish nothing but the best relationships in the future and i wish her everything because she was great um she didn't deserve that so yeah that's me well, damn, man. Yeah. That. So make that a lesson. You know, like I said, cheating is one of those things where, like, I think as a society, it's like shame, shame, shame. But there is bouncing back from that, you know? Like, I, it is possible, and I've seen people do it, and I've seen people, you know, happier for that. Like, if I got a second chance, it'd be like, I mean, well, I don't know exactly, but I would be the absolute best I could be. Um, but there's also reasons why people cheat, you know? And I think it's a lot of, you need to understand, like, if you're having any thoughts like that, like, you need to have that deep conversation and reach within yourself and be like, what am I missing in this relationship that's making me, you know, even think about talking to somebody else? So, yeah. Maybe maybe meditate on it. Yeah, meditate, you know? <laughs> hey, Tony Stark. Hit up Tony Stark. What up, Iron Man? Yo, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, like to to build a little bit on what you were just saying, Chris, um, I think, like you said, people cheat for a reason. And I think, you know, relationships are always a two way street and not that that justifies it or makes it OK. But at the same time, like when that sort of thing happens, you have to look at, you know, well, why did this happen? Like if you were really, truly happy in that relationship, would you have done it? Right. Or if you really thought the relationship was going to go where you wanted it to go, would you have done it? And I feel like the answer is, you know, the devil's in the details and it's like the answer is right in front of you. Like you cheated. So the answer to that is no. Right. You wouldn't have done that. It's just things were the way they needed to be. It's accepting that. And it's like a battle within your own head. It's like, I want it to be there, but deep down, you know, it's not what you want. So let me clarify, ladies and gentlemen, we we do not condone cheating here at Lessons Learned. not at all. (laughs) I feel like that's been specified. (laughs) (laughs) So that's us three. So how about you other two hooligans? I feel like oh Randy boy. should go first because Talon is the unique one here. See, Randy's yeah. been <laughs> single for like ever. So I think his yeah, last breakup was, was gonna... like He's at just... age eight. You just stole my thunder. <laughs> I was going to say, you can't have breakups if you don't have relationships. <laughs> boom. Uh, and boom goes the dynamite. Well, no, nice. but I do have one I would like to talk about. Go for it. It was back in high school. So you're going to, everybody's going to play the underdeveloped brain card. <laughs> but um, it's true. Well, and it's still not developed. But it's also it's true. Still I was just going to say my brain is still not developed, so it's fine. But, um, all right, so I dated this girl for 
Same as Chris, actually, two and a half years. Um, our time situation real quick. Was, I'm sorry to cut you off. Is that like? Yeah. Is that the timeline? Like, is I feel it's like us be. three is like two year mark is kind of a big deal. It's gotta be. Yeah. But yeah. now I'm gonna second guess every relationship I'm in now. Like, oh god, two years, <laughs> two years coming up. Like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> anyway, go on. All right. So we dated for about two and a half years, and I got. I I had all right, let me first say that there were no signals that she wanted to break up with me. None whatsoever. Or at least none that I had noticed at the time and I'll get into that more, you know, as we go forward. Well, you spoiled but, the ending. <laughs> Oof. Well, we all knew we were going to break up. That's what this episode's about. <laughs> yeah, idiot. <laughs> On oof. God. So, she uh I actually got a text one night from one of her friends and she said you have to break up with her. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> uh, like, what are you talking no, about? What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, no. So <laughs> what, what it, you know, basically what it all boiled down to is she wanted to break up, but she wouldn't break up with me. Mm. And, you know, and like, I'm taking this, like, I'm like, I'm not taking this from, you know, word from somebody else. And I said to her friend, I was like, well, then if she wants to break up with me, then she can break up with me or at least tell me that because I'm not going to believe somebody like we had, I can't tell you how many times when we were together that we had people try and tell us stuff like to break us up. Hmm. So it's like, I'm not going to just take it, you know, with a grain of salt that somebody's telling me, Oh, she won't, you know, you have to break up with her. Like, no, that's stupid. So ultimately all said and done, I don't know. I'd say about like a week went by or so. And, you know, one or more of her friends throughout that week had said to me, you have to break up with her. So finally we get to like the end of that week and I'm like, listen, everybody keeps telling me I have to break up with you. So like, what is going on? And, you know, she, I got the classic line of, I still love you, but I don't want to go out with you anymore. <laughs> so I don't, which, you know, <laughs> yeah, try as I try and make sense of that one. So, um, you know, ultimately we ended up breaking up. And, like, we stayed friends afterwards, so that was fine. But it was just, number one, there were, now I, I said it in the beginning, there were signals there that I just really didn't pick up on. So, for instance, the one big one, and, you know, we've talked about this a lot, how I played baseball growing up. And I played a lot of baseball. And in particular, when we were dating, I was playing a lot of baseball. So there was a lot of times where, like, and she was great. She was super supportive. She would come to, you know, all my games. And, uh... You know, she she put a lot into it, and it was kind of like what Joe was saying about putting a lot in and not getting a lot back out. And uh, I think that was the case for her, was she was putting more into the relationship than she was getting out of it because I was so busy with sports. And then she kind of was like, you know, well, you either got to pick between me and baseball. Like, are you going to play less baseball? And I was like, well, no, but I still want to go out with you. And she was like, well, I still want to go out with you too. And then that's kind of, and I think because she didn't have the tough conversation with me and, you know, again, that kind of goes with being high schoolers. Um, I didn't take that as like, you know, oh, this relationship's going to be over if I don't do something different. Like that was, oh, okay, well, we're still going to go out. So <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's all you heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're saying there's so, a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we ended up breaking up and it was like, it was really hard on me because I in no way, shape or form wanted to break up. And especially when you're that age and you're in a relationship like that and you're in a relationship that long, you're like, well, I'm going to get married to this person. So... I had a really hard time with it. 
And at the same time, I didn't have great support around me. Like, yeah, I was gone. And I think every, I think, yeah. And I think everybody's message was sound. I think it was just the way it was being conveyed to me. Like, you know, my one buddy would be like, oh, well, fuck her, dude. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I was like, all right, well, that's not really what I want to hear. Like now I still love this girl. <laughs> I mean, that's high school friends though. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, but like even my dad, you know, was, you know, he said, oh, you're better off. And it's like, that's, that's not what I want to hear, but it probably is what I needed to hear. Yeah. But you know, it was just, uh, I'm, what I guess what I'm trying, the point I'm trying to make is what I think I would do differently. And I guess the lesson that I took away from that situation was when you, when somebody says something to you and I'll just use the baseball thing is for the example again, but like when someone says to you, like, are you going to play less baseball or are you going to like take this relationship more seriously? That's kind of a big red flag. Yeah. That can, I mean, that can be oh, like, yeah. that can be like, yeah. Like Jared's situation, like I was gonna say, are that. you gonna re-enlist? Yeah, like, like giving someone an ultimatum is yeah. a very bad sign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, and but like, I think the problem was she did that without doing it. Like she gave me the ultimatum, but then she kind of like reneged on it, where it was, you know, there was like no consequence, right? To it, it was kind of like you know, well, we're still gonna, gonna go out. Baseball? Well, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So you thought. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think like the tough <laughs> I think the tough part was just not being like not hearing it from her. Like I think it wouldn't have been as bad if she had just said to me like, you know, "Oh, I want to break up." Yeah. And... Or if we don't change this this and this, we're going to break up. Yeah, and the... and Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. That's just that no, high school ahead. mentality of like you obviously don't have many experience with this, you know? Like all of us are older now, so we've experienced this once or twice and it's like, okay, now I've, yeah. I've learned from this and I know how to do it in the future. Yeah. And I mean, like it, it really messed me up and like, you know, there's honestly, even thinking back on it, there's parts of me that wishes I did do something different and that we didn't break up. Cause like there are honestly parts of me that think we could still be dating today. I mean, you know, you never know, like it, that was 15 years ago. So who knows what happens 15 over 15 years of- ago. Well, you're obviously no, joking. no way. I thought you were serious for a second. No, I no, the no, math, actually, like, wait a second. Then you were uh, like, seven. No, that's not <laughs> accurate. It's like 12 years ago, yes. probably. St- okay. Still. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's high school but, time. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, it was tough. And uh, just getting through that, like, and I, I, like I said, I didn't have a great support structure. I didn't really have a way to get through it. Like, I mean. I played baseball every day and that took my mind off of it for a couple hours. But like, I didn't really have ways away from it and ways around it. And like, we all were kind of part of the same friends group. So even just like going, seeing my friends was like kind of a big deal. And then I, like I said, we kind of stayed friendly and we hung out afterward and even that made it tough. So, I mean, it was just, it was really hard, but yeah, I think, uh, I think going through a breakup from what I've learned, uh, before we get into Talon, is also you know as hard as it is is to just like cold turkey that shit man like you're broken yeah. up block them on everything delete the number delete the pictures that it's fucking hard but it's necessary like i reached Dude, out all right actually can i say it's funny it's yeah. funny you mentioned that because so i had you know i had a picture of her that she had given me 
And it was just, it was honestly, it was probably like a school photo. Yeah. But I had that picture in my drawer. I think it had to be, I, I think I, it had to probably have been like a year and a half yeah, dude, after we broke like, up that I had that picture in the drawer. You're still And like, I even had hope. other relationships in that time, but like that picture was still there. Yeah. Hmm. Is this girl still single? <laughs> no. <laughs> still gonna send it. No, you she's might not. have Ah, uh, I was going to say, no. you might still have a chance. Yeah. And honestly, well, there's other, I won't get into the other details, but then as, as much as I think I might've been able to say whether there's other things that I see that I'm like, Oh God, no. Oh God, no. That's good. That's yeah. more mature. I'm saved. Yeah. So one day we'll get you a girlfriend, you know, maybe the same time I get another girlfriend eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Hey, that'd be great. Probably just turn yeah, gay Randy for each can... other and we're both happy. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that took a turn for not where I was going. <laughs> no, that's, that's, I don't know. That might be you and Jared. Well, that already is. But. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to get in between that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Step off, or would you? <laughs> anyway, easier, Jared. I got big muscles. Yeah. So let's uh, <laughs> let's turn it over to the one man who's done it. He's there. He's at the finish Ooh. line. He made it. The successor. Uh, yeah. So I haven't had a breakup in a long time. Uh, mm. I mean, this month will be sixty years that I've been together with my now current wife. Um, Damn, son. Yeah. So, so wait, so. you got married at eighteen? Yes. And it worked. Round of applause. It worked. It worked. Yeah. Here's a so, rare case. Congrats. Actually, quick, quick shout out to like our family and everything like that. So, her her grandparents because it was after I finished tech school, after I finished survival school and everything, we we're like we really want to be together. But at the same time, like, but in the military, if you're not married, like I said, the military doesn't care, yeah. and you will not live together <laughs> yeah. unless like you have enough money to like afford it and without the military and everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So her grandparents told us, it's like, oh, you guys should just go get eloped. So we went and got eloped. Like, we were only together for a year at that point. So we got eloped wow. after a year. I proposed to her just a month before. And we didn't actually tell our parents because we were like, oh, we'll probably actually, like, do an actual, like, ceremony someday or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we'll actually do a ceremony someday. <laughs> so we never told anyone else except, like, maybe close friends and stuff like that uh, until just this last time for Christmas. Because we were finally like, oh, we don't know if we're gonna do a ceremony because we don't care like we don't it's we don't still don't see it as us so we actually just told our parents and like grandparents and all of that like just a couple weeks ago wait 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 wait, wait. yeah you've been married for six weeks or six years huh almost five five years together for six years married five years just told them you're married yeah oh my god what the fuck <laughs> like I, like I said, I couldn't hide we, that we, shit from my we, parents we, for six months. Yeah, we wanted, we wanted to do an actual ceremony for like the longest time. So we were just like, oh, we'll just tell them then, because we're like, for, to us, it's like we got married at the courthouse. So it's just like, oh, it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. So it's like we we're and like we we're just like, eh, because like we were only together for a year, and we don't want that. We didn't want that judgment kind right. of thing at the time because we were both only. I was nineteen, she was eighteen, so we just didn't want that at the time. So that's why we didn't tell them right away. And after so many years, it just became normal. And we're like, oh, like we should just tell them, especially because like now we decide we don't want a ceremony. Five years later. Yeah, you, exactly. Wait, did you did you tell your parents when you got married? Yeah. Really? Well, okay. So straight up, we got a oh. card and like on the front of it, it just said like, we got hitched. They opened it up like five years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. They all took what it really well. What was their response? They all took oh. it really well. My mom cried. She's like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't, you can't really hide like they they know just like to some degree yeah. like especially parents yeah and yeah. but they, they were like yeah thanks for actually like to tell finally telling me and, like yeah. my everyone was like super supportive about it they're like mr d it's sneaky sneaky yeah exactly <laughs> but so yeah oh, i haven't funny. had a breakup 
for six years yeah six years almost seven years yeah almost seven years and so that was back in high school because my current my current <laughs> Get on wife my was, level yeah my current my current wife is <laughs> is my high school sweetheart and so Aww. i i had a couple i had actually no quite a few relationships when i was in high school but like they're all early on like freshman year and stuff like that so do they really count no talent's a player <laughs> but oh, yeah, brother. throughout high school i did have a girlfriend for over two years almost three years it was like the end of freshman year until like um until almost pretty much like almost a senior year um and so we were together and it was kind of like i mean we were in high school like neither of us had cars or anything like that for like the longest time and her parents didn't know that we were together because they're like a really strict latino family and her her dad is like you'll not be with a man like with a <laughs> with a boy until like you're an adult so like she heard she didn't tell her parents whatsoever so like when we did go on dates we would have to it would she'd be like oh yeah i'm just going out like to the movies with a friend or something like that so oh. yeah so we didn't honestly we didn't get like great quality time or anything like that and since we were in high school we didn't have cars we couldn't go out and like see each other whenever we wanted to so we i mean pretty much every day was just like texting or calling or something like that and i kind of got the same thing as like joe is like when you're not physically with someone and you're just constantly texting someone after a while you're not enjoying that time yeah. because you have to de- yeah. because like yes. when you have to text or call someone you have to dedicate so much time to just that but if they're with you you can do things together right but it's, it's like a chore yeah exactly yeah. so like there'd be i mean exactly like just like joe i'd be playing video games like just on xbox but like constantly i'd be like texting back texting back and like i couldn't enjoy what i was doing like what was physically in front of me yeah um, right you're taken away from life pretty much yeah exactly and i mean your because your phone truly does distract you from what's in front of you so uh and after like yeah it was it was senior year i had a like for a little while i wanted to break up with her just because i was like after a while like i just wasn't happy because we weren't seeing each other as often as i wanted to and to like all of our friends everyone thought like we were super happy like they we were like the power couple kind of thing like in high school because very few relationships last for years in high school right um but it got to the point think like life gets real once you hit like senior year because it's like oh well, shit it's like can i see this person like moving around with me can i see them like being an mm. adult with me because high school really doesn't matter like in truth high school is a very small part of life so in senior year i just had to come up i just had to think about it. it's just like i can't see my life continuing with this girl and like literally one day i it was it was really fast just one day i was just like you know what i'm gonna break up with her <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't that casual it wasn't that casual in my mind of course i was just like oh i don't want to i don't want to especially after being together with someone for so long and like that's just what you know yeah um i guess it's really really hard because you're used to talking to that person every single day you're used to being able to share your emotions like what chris said every emotion like they just understand you unlike anyone else so it was a very difficult thing but it was kind of sudden and i had to make it sudden because if i thought about it too much i wouldn't go through it Mm -hmm. um so it was sudden and like I walked her to her classroom because it was at school, which was <laughs> oh, no. a terrible time. But like I said, it had to be sudden. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. If I thought through it, I wouldn't have done it. Um, just because that's, I don't know. I'm just a chicken. I don't know. <laughs> Confrontation but, is hard in high school. Yeah, it is. Um, is. So, yeah, I walked her to her classroom. And like right there, I'm just like, I want to break up with you. And like immediately, she just like stopped. Like she stopped. She oh. didn't say anything. She just like started tearing up a little bit, just like walked into her class, didn't say anything to me. Um, I knew her cousin. And you were like, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew her cousin and like 
she's like yeah she didn't go to school for like the rest of that week and stuff like that and she's she's oh my God. yeah and i was just like oh okay and like for a while like we were kind of like still friends afterwards but like it's awkward oh, yeah. um and this is like i could have probably dealt with things a little bit better but it was awkward like she would try and talk to me and like i was just like i'd be really short and then she got mad like a week after we broke up she's like oh i thought we were still gonna be friends and stuff like that i'm just like i'm so it's like it's awkward like give me give me time before i can be friends with you yeah um mm. And stuff yeah. like that, but I mean, a little bit later than I started dating my current wife now. So I mean, it worked out for the best. There you go. Uh, you just, yeah, you just sent it. Yeah, silver I sent lining. It. Thanks, Joe. Your advice came in <laughs> came in handy before uh, I knew yeah. you. Yeah, before glad to be here for you. <laughs> hey, can I make a can I make a quick book recommendation? Sure. Hell you yeah, wait. You got a book recommendation? Whoa. I, <laughs> I have a book what? recommendation. Oh shit! I learned how to read just so I could make this book recommendation. <laughs> go ahead. Shoot. The Covert Arts of Dating, written by Talon. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I knew so you have to write that read. Oh, <laughs> too good to be true. <laughs> I'll get onto it right now. Yeah. Get going on that because, my God, you are a, you are a genius, man. Chris said, oh, yeah, and then just got taken back. Like, wait, what did I just hear? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Breakups, man. They suck. And I think it's... I don't think, you know, like you, you're always like, well, can I be friends? Can we still be friends? And yeah, but it's always going to no. be weird. So if the answer is really no, it's just you have to realize that. Um, just yeah, once I mean, especially if it's a serious relationship and you fucked up like as bad as I did, and like you still expect them to maybe want to be friends. Like, what are you thinking? Like, that's never gonna happen. Um, you know, like breakups happen for a reason. You're not happy. Stuff just doesn't work out. Life's life sucks sometimes. I mean, it is what it is. But you roll with the punches, you know, and life will get you where you need to be. And like we said multiple times, you just can't compare yourself to others. You know, like I'm older than all of you. I'm not even in a relationship. Talon's married. Jared's got a girlfriend. Ben divorced. Joey's single. Randy's never gonna get another relationship. <laughs> Perpetually um, single. <laughs> but you know, like it is what it is. You're living life. So that's that's the key thing. Is breakups suck. They're gonna happen. But you can prevent them and you can prevent pain by having those very tough conversations, either A, up front, or B, don't waste their time once you start feeling second thoughts. So, there you go. All right, guys. This has been Lessons Learned. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and go follow our other social media pages linked in the description. From all of us here at Lessons Learned, have a good day and see ya! See ya.